Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast, where liking what you like is never a bad thing. Here's your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast. I'm your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. This week, we're going to talk about one of my most favorite fandoms. Today on the show, I have my friend Michael Lynn. Hi. Hey, girl. Uh, and she and I both have a lot of uh, joint fandoms, but one of them that we can both get on board with is this whole crazy concept of the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And so we're going to talk about it today. And I can't believe I have had the podcast for so many months and and haven't mentioned it just yet. I'm, I'm actually kind of embarrassed for myself. That's crazy. I really can't imagine you not mentioning this at all. I know. I know. I, it's, it's, it was always on my list and I think it was in my, you know, uh, my, my vision board of what I expected this show to be about was I going to be heavy agents of shield. Plus we just watched the, the, the series was actually live during the summer of the podcast. And so I, but I don't know, I don't know why I, well, I take that back. I do know why I do know why. And part of it was my usual friends that I talk about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. with, for whatever reason, they didn't get into it this season. And that was kind of hampering for me that I couldn't find somebody to fangirl with. And so when you reached out and we were like, I just finished watching it and you had questions, I was like, all right, that's it. We're, we're talking about this, Megalyn. This, <laughs> this is happening. <laughs> Seriously, I need to break it down. So I'm glad we're doing this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, this is Megalyn. She loves the show. And if you happen to love weird and space and sciencey gadgety things and deadpan one-liners and Phil Coulson, <laughs> then you'd probably like this show too. <laughs> so many one-liners. Oh man, <laughs> it, it's they've got some of the best lines on this show ever. Uh, all right, so Michaelin is she? She is a wife, a mom, a blogger, a travel agent, a teacher, like. Y'all, she does it all. She does it all. And I know I'm leaving something out. Uh, she's joining us from Tennessee, but she is a Californian at heart. I know you, girl. I know you. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we met like a zillion years ago when you were pregnant with baby Thor. Remember that? Yes, I do. Vividly. Thank <laughs> you for reminding me. Such a glorious time. <laughs> <laughs> you were the cutest little pregnant baby, ever. Pre- pregnant, pregnant lady ever. So shush it. <laughs> uh- <laughs> All right. Tell us a little bit about yourself and where people can find you online. A little about me. Um, well, you kind of went into a little about me, but uh, where can you find me online? <laughs> um, you can find me at Michaelin underscore P and Michaelin is spelled Michael with a YN after it. Literally, you'll get it that way. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram or Twitter with those handles. And currently on Facebook, you can find me at the Mousketool's mom, and hoping to change that at some point because I am no longer the Mousketool's mom because I blog about more things than just Disney when I actually get around to blogging. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things, guys. It's like blog or sleep, and I'm so sorry, but these days I just need some sleep. So I'm like, okay, when I wake up enough to actually blog, we'll get to it. <laughs> 
you know what though? You got to do what you got to do. And sleep is, sleep is always, it always gets my vote. I, unfortunately, I don't sleep as much as I should, as you know, because I was texting you early this morning going, hey, I'm up if, if you're ready to do this. Uh, so it is ridiculous. It is, by the it way. Is absolutely ridiculous. You are correct. Um, I, I should, I should sleep more. I don't. It's a whole thing, but that's probably for a podcast of another nature altogether. <laughs> Uh, But, you know, when you don't sleep, you have time to watch all these shows, right? So, you know, there is a payoff. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, that's kind of where I have a billion different fandoms because I am mostly stay-at-home mom, especially during the summer. Um, But I substitute teach during the year. So (laughs) when I'm cleaning the house or whatever, I just take my laptop everywhere I go and I just watch new shows. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's pretty much it. Well, you know what you can also do? You can also just put in some headphones and take a podcast with you. I'm just saying. You can just... I I mean, just saying. Just saying. (laughs) Throw that out there. Yeah. Just just putting it out there, guys. That's that's actually (laughs) what I do. And and the the funny thing is, is I used to do that with shows or with videos. I would... uh, I would pull up a, a video on YouTube and I'd walk around with my phone in my pocket and I would l- listen to the video as I was cleaning the house. And ding, 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 some somewhere, someplace that connected to my head that, oh my gosh, that's a podcast. Like <laughs> I am actually treating the YouTube videos as podcasts. And that's when I, that's how I got into podcasts. Uh, anyway, uh, so <laughs> speaking of your fandoms, tell us a little bit about what you like. Ooh, okay. So you mentioned I was a California girl. So now this isn't a TV show, but this is the biggest fandom of all for Californian. In and out. In and out. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry, in and out. It's a thing. I love it. I'm all about it. Um, let's see. I don't even know. Um, we've got Disney, Disney Parks, Disney, all of the things, obviously. Let's see. I love British movies. I love all the PBS dramas like Victoria, Downton Abbey. So excited for that movie. Poldark Friends was my favorite show um, for a long time. Still kind of is. Um, Harry Potter, Shits Creek, Stranger Things. Veronica Mars, but the most recent season has me a little upset, but that's a whole other <laughs> situation. Well, did you did you hear our discussion about that? We we did do it there it's on the podcast. Yeah. So next time you're cleaning your house, put the <laughs> laptop down and listen to the podcast because we have a whole we have a whole thing on that whole season. So and by the way, to be fair, cleaning my house is actually code for sitting on the couch and doing nothing all day. <laughs> my so. colon. So yeah, I, I'm sorry. Come to my house. You'll see. It's not very clean. <laughs> Confessions from Michael Lynn. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I mentioned a few things about what Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is all about. But, you know, what's the basics? Can you, I'm giving you this task of trying to basically <laughs> sum it up in a pitch to somebody. If you were trying to talk somebody into watching this show, how would you describe it? Because it's nuts. I mean, it's it's wild. It's it's crazy, and I this was probably this was the hardest thing like on the planet to try to do because (laughs) you can't sum this up because each season is so different, and then it's like just to generalize the whole show is crazy. But here's what I came up with, and this is literally the best I could do: a group of agents, mostly dressed in black, that save the universe a lot. (laughs) 
I love it. And that is Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., <laughs> my is, friend. That is Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. mostly dressed in black is the key. Let's let's keep let's keep this in perspective. That is very important aspect of that description. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy. And so trying to describe what's going on, even season to season, trying to explain to somebody what happened this season is like impossible. I'm like, it's too hard. Please just go watch it. Even if you're a big fan of the show and you and you know, you know, you know people and you know the stories and you know what's going on. These writers are so banana pants that they come up with the most creative and crazy uh, situations and circumstances that you just have to watch it, guys. You just have to watch it. Now, why would you want to watch the show that we're describing as Bizarro? Well, because it's amazing and it has Phil Coulson in it. And if you are an MCU fangirl, you know who Phil Coulson is. And I'm sorry, but if you don't love Coulson in like every little, you know, cameo that he's done in all of these movies, then maybe we can't be friends. We might have to rediscuss our, <laughs> redefine our, our relationship here because Coulson is Bay and Coulson is everything. And I love Coulson. And I, and that's, that is why I am such a big Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, fangirl uh, is right there. It's it's Phil Coulson. He's he's like the everything. Um, when did you first become an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fangirl? You know, honestly, it was probably after season two dropped and like it went through and people were like, oh, that was crazy. Oh, and I was like, what? And then you kept talking about Coulson being in it. I was like, <laughs> okay, let's go back. I got to watch this. So I'm watching it and I'm like, okay, this show is kind of awesome. And, you know, it kind of went through. But, um, I mean, that's really when. It was after season two when I was just like, okay, let's go back and, you know, rewatch. I really love modern television watching, by the way. Can I even mention that? Of because, course, of course. You know, back in the day of childhood and, you know, young adulthood and Once such. Once it, it was, was gone, it was show, gone. You missed the show. Yeah. 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 That was it. Like you had to catch up on season three and hope that something snapped up that you could figure out. You're like, oh, so that's a, why that happened. A little while back, I recorded uh, with Emil and we talked about 90210 and she was actually lamenting that. She was like, you know, they're making us actually like like we live in the 90s or something and watch this show one week at a time. Like, why can't they drop it all so we can binge it? <laughs> Exactly. What on earth? I mean, this is terrible. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, so for me, I I came to Agents of Shield kind of late too. Not. I don't think I was quite season two late, but I think it was a couple of friends were totally into it, and it was getting ready for season two, and they kept talking about it and how excited they were, and so I was like, all right, well, I've got to get on this treadmill uh, to train for something, so I might as well pull up and, and throw on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I started watching it that way. And so my first, I mean, it was the first episode, the the first season, the first episode. Oh, by the way, guys, there's going to be probably some spoilers in here. Like, we're going to try not to be crazy spoilery, but there's probably going to be a little bit. And there's your warning yeah. because I'm about to say something. That uh, <laughs> it's really not a spoiler if you know who Agent Coulson is and the fact that he is the star of this entire uh, six, almost seven season series, then it's not a spoiler anymore. But back in the day, it kind of was. So in episode one, season one, we're watching Agent Ward get debriefed by Maria Hill. And she mentions Coulson. And Ward said, well, Coulson's dead. I'm clearance level six. I've read the files. 
And then like out of the shadows, Phil Coulson steps into the light and says, welcome to level seven. And that is my favorite. <laughs> that was when I became hooked. It was, I mean, I think it's like 10 minutes into the first episode, but that's all it took because uh, him dying in Avengers was so awful and so sad for me. <laughs> so uh-huh. the fact that they that they they brought him back made me so incredibly happy, and that uh, they built this whole show around him. Basically, it was the coolest thing ever. So uh, yeah, so that was that was how I kind of got hooked into it, and then it just went, you know. From there, it just kind of took off on its own. Uh, is there a is there a moment in the series that stood out for you as as particularly memorable, or or something that you when you think about Agents of Shield that you just love so much? Okay, moment. I thought about this for a while too. Like moment is hard, mm-hmm. but like or storyline of show. Yes. Okay. Okay. So basically, I love Gabriel Luna. Mm-hmm. So. The minute that they unexpectedly just like brought out Ghost Rider and I was like, oh my goodness, like this is banana pants. And um, yeah, pretty much I was like, that's that's completely awesome. (laughs) I loved his whole storyline. It was what it was like season four, right? Uh, I can't remember. I can't remember which season it was, but it was it was pretty intense. And he and it was that was a great season. And it was different because I'm not a comic book person. So I wasn't aware that how how big of a deal this was until until I started getting into the fandom and found out that people were just losing their ish over the fact that we had Ghost Rider. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. And I'm still a little peeved that he has not popped back in. I mean, I get that he's busy and all that fun stuff, but <laughs> with all the stuff and timelines and being all meshed up, I'm like, come on, man. Well, but that is Another story, I guess. You know, we'll get to that there. We'll get to that in a minute. But I think that's actually one of my criticisms or complaints as a fan of MCU is why can't we have more crossover? I know they they specifically did that on purpose. I know that MCU has said that, Kevin Feige has said that, and that's you know part of their vision or whatever. But I'm a little bit mad about it, Michaelin, and I want a little bit more of. You know, they they gave us a little bit of that. Was it season one, season two, something like that, where we got a little bit of like the Thor connection coming in, and you know, Coulson and Thor had known each other from um, uh, from Thor, from the original Thor movie. So it made sense when they started doing that, and I was living for it. Um, Maria Hill's been in it a couple of times, and uh, Nick Fury was in it once or twice as a cameo. Which was awesome, by the way. Yes! (laughs) I mean, I'm sorry, but anytime I can get Samuel L. Jackson in any show, on any screen, on any, I'm there for it. I love Mm -hmm. him. But um, Mm -hmm. but that's my my minor complaint, is I wanted more of that as a fan. I, I just, I love how... MCU, uh, you know, mix, intermixes and puts things and, and brings different people and different stories in. And I and I kept wanting the agents to show up. I really thought they were going to show up uh, for Endgame, uh, and they really didn't. Did they didn't. Um, but that was my yeah. that was my hope is that we were going to see that. Uh, who knows? Who knows? We do still have one more season of Agents of Shield. It's it's already been. They've already they've already recorded it. It's already taken care of. They have to do all the post production, of course. Who knows what we'll see in that final season? Maybe it will finally get a tie back or they'll go out on this note where it ties to whatever the future of the MCU is going to be. I, you know, who knows? I guess it could happen. But but yeah, I would have I would have liked to see Gabriel Luna come back uh, as well. And I would have also, like I said, just see a little bit more, you know, cross 
promotion or or whatever in this series because the potential was there. They just they they specifically chose not to do it. And yeah, and I, I mean it was so hard to watch because MCU is so good mm-hmm. at doing all those crossovers and those tie-ins and those little details, and then you get Agents of Shield, and after those first couple seasons, it, it's like the timeline of the show was pushed back, so like. The movie came out earlier than the show did, and then the show was playing on things that already happened, and you were a little lost. So then they stopped connecting them, mm-hmm. and then it, it was just like, well, wait, but I mean, do you not exist in the same universe anymore? Because wouldn't it make sense for, you know, I mean, Quake to show up in Endgame? I mean, would right, it not? I right. thought that it would. Like, can't Doctor Strange go pick her up on the way to... <laughs> You know, I mean, he picked up everybody else on the planet, well, but you know, in my, okay. in my head, it was just one of those things that, you know, after the world has gone through such devastation that happened in Infinity War, if the agents still existed, they would have absolutely been helping out Black Widow, right? They would have helped her run the world. And the fact that they didn't do that either means you know, we're going to find out that something happened to them, I guess. I don't, I don't know. Maybe in this last season, they'll explain why they didn't show up in, in game or uh, MCU is just like, look, people, it's two different things. Like keep it separated. Don't even, <laughs> don't try to combine it anymore. But I'm like, but you, but you gave us those tastes of the combinations and we wanted them and it's agents of shield and shield is prominent in all the MCU. Like, why can't we have these two connected? But anyway, they didn't do it. And uh, we are now at almost, well, season seven's over. So I guess we'll have to see. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's already been recorded. It's not over. We have one more season to watch, uh, to watch, to watch on TV next summer, I think is when they're going to bring it out. But yeah, we'll just, we'll just have to see, see that. Was there any moments during your watching that you thought, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm kind of over this. <laughs> I, I think I can leave it. I don't need to watch it. I mean, I never completely walked away from them because I loved I just, I love their personalities. I love the characters. They have done such an incredible job with these characters. So I was always there for the characters. Even when the storylines kind of lost me and I wasn't totally loving that, I really love the actors and I really love the characters that they have created. So I was always coming back for those. Um, There was one or two seasons where... I wasn't watching immediately when it was playing on Friday nights. I was, you know, catching up later on Hulu or whatever. So I did have those, but I never completely walked away from it. Was there any any time where you took a break or where you walked away? You know, it was this season and last season have been really hard for me to like get like super excited about it and be all in. Um, I, I love the characters and I'm totally in. I'm going to watch the show and I'm going to, you know, see what's going on. But you know, it kind of turned into one of those things where I'd be cooking in the kitchen and I'd have it on in the background um, for a while just because I call me crazy. But the part with probably a spoiler here, um, you know, the grandson, (laughs) the Fitzsimmons grandson popping in. It's that that is killing me right now because like his character is not my favorite. (laughs) I'm sorry. But I love Fitzsimmons. I'm super glad that at some point they reproduced because, you know, (laughs) clearly they have a grandson, which is awesome. But he's only like just now starting like at the end of this season. 
<clears throat> starting to actually like grow on me. Well, they, they but- did finally, yeah, they did finally give him some teeth at the end of the season and they finally yes. let him kind of man up or, or whatever. And I loved that. I did love that. I have liked him all along. I like Deke. He, he makes me laugh. Uh, he amuses me. So I have no issues with him, but I've heard that complaint before. You're not the only person that I've talked to about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that's like, ah, just not feeling this guy, not feeling the story, whatever. Um, I don't know. It, 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 he, didn't, he didn't bother me. He amused me. Uh, he definitely <laughs> amused me how he's trying to get Fitz to love him. <laughs> and Fitz that, is that's just adorable, like, though. I know. And Fitz is <laughs> like, who is this guy? Like, what is going on? I don't understand. Um, but that's what I, I did like about how they wrapped up the end of this season is they gave him some moments and they gave him some uh, some real things that, that Fitz had to say. All right, all right, I see it now. Like, maybe he is related to me, you know, kind of stuff. Uh, so I enjoy, I yeah. enjoyed that. But yeah, no, my, for me, that it was the framework, the season where they were in the framework. Yeah. That one yeah. was, oh, and last season, the, the very last episode of last season, when, <laughs> when it was over, I, I sat there staring at my TV for, I don't know, 20 minutes going, what did I just see? Like, what the, yeah. what happened? How on earth? Did that actually happen? Because that's not allowed on this show. Right. That's about right. that person. Right. Like what? <laughs> it was. It was so hard. I just. I couldn't. Anyway, uh, that one. That one really just made me go. I. Uh, mm, I got to think about this. Um, which I did, and then I came to terms with it, and it was fine. But. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. It's, it's, so there are seasons. I, I. I tell this to people who are interested in starting to watch the show. I'm like, first of all, it's crazy. Secondly, you have to be patient with it. Third, their characters are worth it. There are so many fantastic people and things happening in this show that it is completely worth your time um, and and stick to it. Uh, they're they're like a family, and I love watching their development and their relationship and how it all grew and how it all meshed together and became uh, this team and this family. And uh, I just love them. I really, I really do. I really, I am the biggest gushing (laughs) fangirl right now. You can hear it. Um, Do you have out of all of these wonderful people, do you have a favorite character or I don't know, somebody you can relate to, but who who do you like to see on the show? Okay. So this is a hundred percent why it got hard for me to watch the show in the past two seasons because my favorite character is Leopold Fitz mm-hmm. because he is the funniest character character. I just, I, he had so many one liners. Everything was so great. And then like, also I completely relate to him. Like <laughs> take away all of his smartness because I got none of that, but like he freaks out, he panics, he goes all crazy and he's like, ah, like what's happening? And then like Simmons has to calm him down because, you know, he's just gone off the deep end, but like in a totally hilarious way. And he's also in the first couple seasons, he was the one who was kind of like Deke, who was a little lost in this whole situation. And which I actually find adorable that they connect in that way mm-hmm. that they're kind of, but like Deke has totally taken over like all of my Fitz one-liners. Like Fitz is so serious now. And I'm like, come on, man. Like, give me some jokes. Right, right. Like, where are all my jokes? Bring them back. <laughs> but yeah, he's totally my favorite. I love Fitz. 
Uh, I mean, he is me except for the brains. Like <laughs> I, I love him so much. He's just He's awesome. Oh, he is great. He is great. Now, uh, for me, I obviously Colson and I've already Shocker. Yeah, I know. I've already yeah. I've already <laughs> expressed my undying love for uh Clark Gregg. Uh <laughs> who I like for real guys. I just I love him. But I also absolutely adore Ming Na Wen. I mean, oh. she is Agent May on the show. She has pretty much from the from the first time they get her on the bus, which is what they call the big airplane that, that she flies, by the way, guys, she flies it. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the first time they get her on the bus, I was all in. This was the character that my eyes were just glued to. And I was like, so what is she going to do next? She is the coolest. She's amazing. She had this mystery about her that they eventually tell us the story as to like why she is the way she is. And, and she went through such a big transformation through this entire uh, through this entire series. But uh, Ming-Na Wen is also a huge Disney nerd. And of course, she's Mulan. Uh, so, you know, I just feel like we'd be friends. Don't you think we'd be friends? <laughs> um, of course. I mean, are you not friends? Because if I saw her on the street, I'd be like, hey! Well, I did. What's up, girl? I did happen to uh, get to, I did get to meet her twice uh, at two different red carpets last year. Um, I also got to meet Clark Gregg, which was my like half. I was like, all right, I'm done. I don't even need to see the movie now. I, I got to see Clark Gregg. I'm, I'm out of here. Uh, yeah, um, but exactly. but uh, but I did get to meet her twice, and she is absolutely lovely and the sweetest, nicest, kindest person to her fans. And I, she patiently sat there while while a bunch of us came up and asked for selfies. And she was like, yeah, absolutely, no problem. And she was just so kind. And we were like, we love Agent May. She was like, oh everybody's been saying Mulan. I love to hear that. And I was like, oh yeah, no, we love Agent May. <laughs> a bunch of us Marvel girls were there just uh, fangirling out and she was just so nice. But um, but it's her character on the show and everything that she's been through, she's just, she's just very cool, very cool. So if I was trying to convince somebody to watch the show, I would say Coulson and May or Felinda as the stands like to call them. Uh, those are my, those are my, those are the two. And those are the ones that I would tell you to watch, uh, watch for. Uh, they're awesome characters. I totally, I'm with you. I love them all though. I mean, really it, it's so hard. It's so hard to just pick your favorites. Cause you're like, but I really like this character and I really like this one. And even some of the ones that were on and that, that left um, trip was, I trip was, I think the end of season one uh, into season two. And then um, yeah. he did leave, but trip has always been triplet was one of my, one of my favorite. He's got some of the best lines. He's got some of the best actions. He had some of the best character. He was a good guy. I, I really dug agent trip. I also, absolutely think Mackenzie. I love Mac. I, oh my gosh, Mac is the coolest. And what I love, what I love about Mac (laughs) was that he was like, you know, just the mechanic, like he never wanted to get into this. And though he's gone from mechanic to the director of shield, you know, big change, big change. (laughs) A little bit, but I totally loved like the, his last part of this season um, when he actually had the, the sword uh, and I'm not going to tell you what he did with the sword, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's swinging a sword around. And it totally brought me back to the days of him and like that big old ax, you know, <laughs> I was like, yes, 
Yes. The shotgun. Finally, he gets to go swing something. Like, good for him. The, Do it. The shotgun axe is my absolute favorite weapon ever. <laughs> it was the best. He's like, now this is a weapon. Like, okay, I can use this. Uh, uh, yeah, no, they're just, they're, they're also, they're, like I said, these characters, guys, that's, I think that's just bottom. The storylines are fantastic and crazy and so genius, but it's the way they wrote these characters and the way these actors are portraying them because they're all, they're all just, they're so good. They're so good at this. So let's talk about the season finale and tell me what you thought uh, overall. Okay. Overall, the season finale was probably the best part of the entire season for me. Wait, what? You didn't like um, the Fitz, the Fitzsimmons episode? <laughs> um, <gasps> No way. That was my favorite. I know, love Fitzsimmons guys like I I love Fitzsimmons like I live for Fitzsimmons but I just feel like they're so different now like their whole I don't know I I, I'm having issues with Fitzsimmons I still have undying love for them but I just I'm having issues because it's not the same and I feel like I want it to be the same I know they grow I know time marches on and they've been through so much but I'm just like I want my my Fitzsimmons back that are just, you know, like crazy science nerds and they're all like just I, Oh my gosh, I, I couldn't I could not get enough of that episode. I sat there with my mouth just hanging on the floor like screaming every time something new and crazy happened in in that episode. So in I want to say it was maybe episode 4, Fitz and Simmons are two characters that have been, you know, best friends and then they fell in love and they've been separated. The, the, the entire series has basically been all of us shipping Fitz and Simmons and wanting them to to just have their happily ever after. And it hasn't quite happened yet. Um, no. But they finally get in in this this one episode. It was basically the Fitz Simmons episode. And they, they get back together and they do the whole, pretty much all the action and everything that's happening is centered around these two characters finally coming together. And I was so enthralled with it that the acting was brilliant, the writing was brilliant, the um, the the crazy twists that they were throwing in left and right. I I loved it. I loved it. And again, like I was the only one that was freaking out over this episode, and here you are, even like letting me down and telling me that you didn't am, like it either. And I'm so upset. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm gonna have to hang up on you. Bye. <laughs> hey, hey, now come back. Just no, it's kidding. just they give you that episode, and then what happens? I know, like the rest of the season. Like seriously, it's these two cannot just hang out together and like reproduce and have their grandson. <laughs> like seriously, I'm like, come on, man! Like this is never gonna happen. Like I don't understand. <laughs> I know, I know. They they do uh, definitely like to use this to torture us and. Uh, and it's hard. It's hard. But, you know, we've got one more season left. We'll have to see if that comes around or or not, I guess. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. I will tell you, uh, fans will riot if, if we don't end up getting Fitz and Simmons together forever, finally, at the end. So they, be- they better make that happen. They better make that happen. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, like, I don't know what I'm going to do if they don't end up that way. I'm going to just trash the whole season after this. <laughs> I'm going to be like, oh. 
The whole series, don't watch don't. it. Never. It's terrible. No, really, I don't think I could say that. But. I know, I know, I know. Uh, so for this, for this one, we 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 had uh, Clark Gregg play a different character. He was not Coulson in this one. He was he was hashtag not Coulson. He was bad Coulson. Uh, but I didn't care because you know I got more Clark Gregg, so I it didn't it didn't it didn't bother me so much. I, I do love the character of Coulson, and I, and I'm glad uh, they found a way to to bring that back for the last season. But I really kind of enjoyed this turn as Sarge as well. It was different. It was interesting. Um, it showed us a different. I really liked how we got to see Daisy and May kind of struggle with what they were dealing with. This this person who looked. Yeah. And talked and sound and they wanted to think, you know, he was part of their fill, even though he wasn't. And uh, I liked it. I liked it. Again, weird. It's all it's all weird, guys. But um, (laughs) but I know a lot of people didn't. So, again, this is one of those shows where you've got to I think you love it for the characters more than you love it for (laughs) for anything else. Yeah. I mean, which is why it was so great that they brought him back in any fashion. It was like, you know, it, it was nice to see his face on the screen. Mm-hmm. It was comforting. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but then it was, it was comforting, but then they just rip it away. Cause he's not, you know, not, who you want him to be. Yeah. And you're like, oh. they, they, they will and then, they never let May. They never let you get super comfortable uh, with the show. They just don't, they just don't. But they did. I, I read a article uh, where the, uh, I think it was the, I don't know if it was the directors or the producers, but basically whoever makes the decisions on the show, uh, somebody asked about bringing Coulson back because uh, at the very end, spoiler alert, at the very end of this season, uh, Coulson does come back, but he's a, uh, I don't know, an animatronic. What do they call him? (laughs) Like an automaton or something. I can't remember remember what word they're using it, but we're Disney people. So we're going to call them animatronics. Uh, They they bring him back kind of whatever, the robot Coulson, but he's actually Coulson again. He gets to be Coulson again. And, uh, and yeah, the, the, the directors or writers or whatever basically said, look, you know, when we found out that we were getting a season seven, there was no question. We knew we had to figure out a way to to bring Clark back because there's no, there is no Agents of Shield without, uh, without him in it. Exactly. And so uh, that's you know why we made that decision. I'm like, hey, I'm down with it. You know, again, total Phil Coulson stan. Um, <laughs> more more Coulson all the time. Bring it. Uh, so yeah, that's that's what we're gonna get. Do you have any predictions? What do you think is going to? Or I guess. We have we have no idea to guess what's going to happen um, in season seven. All we know is that there's been some time shifting and some time jumping because of some things that Gemma said that Simmons has said. Mm-hmm. Um, we also know that Fitz and her are once again separated, uh, and she's she can't know where he is for everybody's safety apparently so there's we're gonna have to get some more information on that next season but it looks like they have gone back in time and they're in 1931 new york city so what does that mean like how does that happen we don't know yet we don't know what what would you like to see what would how would you like uh this series to completely wrap up what would make you happy well, Patty, thank you so much for asking. Um, <laughs> what I would like to see, I would like to see, since they're in this glorious timeline of the 30s, I would like to see me some Captain America start to pop up, being that they're really close to it. 
So since we're already time jumping, why don't we just jump ahead like a good, mm-hmm, you know, 10 mm-hmm. years or so and then get us some Captain America involved in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff because that would be really fun for me. I would enjoy that thoroughly. But also, <laughs> at the very end, here's what I want. Okay. The last episode. Here's what I want to happen. I'm listening. <laughs> I'm spelling it out so that the powers that be can go back and change the last episode. <laughs> So that this is what happens because it's the way it should be. Okay. So we have May and we have Coulson and they get in Lola and they drive off into the sunset. And that is how the series should end. Ta-da. Ta-da. But <laughs> bet you know it won't. I bet you know it won't. <laughs> yeah, no, of course it's not going to happen that way. But what I'd actually love to see, which is what I was waiting for this whole season with all of the time jumping and like all of the MCU, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, and all of the different timelines and people being brought over from other times. I would like to see Ward or Lincoln, you know, brought over from some other timeline. Yep, and yep. You know, cause I'm sorry. I loved that Ward storyline. Oh. Like for the first season was awesome. And then when they brought him back yes. and I was like, Oh man, like Ward was, and I keep waiting for them to bring him back and they never do. I know. So this season, I would like some fan service because <laughs> I mean, seriously, like I'm here waiting, like here I am. Fan is waiting to be serviced with some Ward showing up on my show. Yeah, that is what I'm- Agent Ward <laughs> was amazing. That whole, I actually, and I'll probably include this in my blog post. I have a picture of me. So again, I started watching this series while I was training for a half marathon, I think. And I was on my treadmill a lot. And that's how I got the show in was watching it. I about fell off the treadmill. I'm running, I'm watching the show. And that moment happens in uh, season <laughs> one. And I jumped off, I paused it, I jumped up, I took a selfie. And it's like me all sweaty and gross. And you know, Agent Ward on my big TV behind me, and my mouth just wide open, like, holy crap. I couldn't, I was so blown away. I was so blown away by what they, that, that twist there. It was awesome. It was awesome. But yeah, I'd, I'd be down with some word too. If he came back in some way, shape or form, that'd be cool. Um, I'd also like to see Agent Triplet come back in some way, shape or form. Uh, Bobby mm-hmm. and, uh, oh dude, what's Bobby Hunter? Bobby and Hunter could come back. Yep. I'd be good with that too. So yeah, I'm all about fan service. I really am. I mean, big surprise. The fangirl wants fan service, <laughs> but, um, I'd be, I, I'm, I'm down with your prediction. Let's, you know, who knows? Maybe they'll, maybe they'll make that happen for us. It's it's already done, so we can't we can't change the future <laughs> unless we are able to travel back in the multiverse or through the different timelines <laughs> and somehow get involved. Maybe. You never know. You never know. You never that's know. true. That's true. <laughs> All right. Well, Agents of Shield. You can find it on Netflix and Hulu, and get ready for season seven, uh, which is going to be the final season. Uh, this was the only Marvel series. Uh, there was a couple of other Marvel series that came to Netflix, but this was the only one that got to actually play itself out. It was the first one, and it's been the long lasting one. It, it kind of like started this Marvel TV business. And so, when we're talking Disney Plus and all the Marvel shows that are coming to Disney Plus, everybody. Remember to thank your agents of Shield because they started it. <laughs> they are they they were the ones that because of their success. Um, now I, I you know as a fan, it was almost every single season. I think after season two or three, 
it was a question of if they were coming back, are they coming back? Are they, and we always had to wait and kind of hold our breaths to see if they were going to get signed on for another season. Uh, and that kept happening and kept happening. So uh, I, I'm, I'm so happy and so thankful that we got the seven seasons that we got with them because they're going to, Yes. They they were able to run the whole course. They're going to be able to wrap this up and turn it into a full story on its own and something that I will binge over and over again uh, next time I'm on the treadmill, probably. Uh, so it should, this one, the, the season seven should come out next uh, summer. I think that will be the final. I, I haven't seen a date yet, but I do know that they the agents have had their last day of filming. So everybody's done as far as that's concerned. It's uh, for them. They're already in mourning. They've already, they're, you know, their show, their part of the show is done. But for us, we're still going to get a little bit more time uh, next summer, I guess, when, when this comes out. But, uh, you know, thanks for, thanks for joining us on the No Guilt Fangirls podcast. This is obviously one of my favorite, favorite, favorite things to talk about. So if anybody wants to hit me up on a Friday night, when Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. comes up next year, I'm on Twitter. I like to live tweet with all the fans because there, there's a lot of really great ones out there. And it, it is a it is a mighty fandom. Um, and they tend to live on on Twitter from, from, from what I can tell anyway. <laughs> now, we do an episode like this uh, every Thursday. So, so we pick a topic, we pick a show, we pick a movie, we pick a we pick a a character, an actor, we, you know, we just pick whatever it is that we are in love with in the moment. And we kind of fangirl it out. We do that every Thursday. And then on every Monday, I do movie reviews. Uh, and in between, there's likely going to be what I call a dailyish <laughs> episode where, you know, if something catches my eye or something is trending, and I just got to talk about it, well, I'm going to pop on and I'm going to do kind of more of immediate dailyish kind of thing. Uh, those happen every now and then too. So keep an eye on for that. If you don't want to miss anything, the best way to do that is to go ahead and hit that subscribe button, people. And if you can also throw up some five stars or leave us a, a positive review or, you know, hit me up on social media at No Guilt Life. If you've got another idea for a fangirl episode, I'd love to hear it because I'm always looking for the next thing to get excited about. <laughs> As always, you can follow along with all the fandoms and all of the breaking movie and TV news on noguiltfangirl.com. Thanks for fangirling with us and hope to see you again real soon. Thanks, Michaelin. Thanks for having me, Patty. <laughs>